Hemshechayim Beis, Volume One, Middle of Chapter One Hundred Eight. <coughs> so we're discussing uh, Lovan. So the beginning of this chapter, well, this is all in context of the whole story. We began the third interpretation of uh, Sfira from the word Evan Sapir, which means a like transparent or clear or radiant stone. Explaining the difference between Kechis and, Levu, and, and uh, I'm sorry, between Levushim and Kalim. Basically, one being attached and revealing, the other being detached and concealing. And this led us into the final discussion at the end of the Mimer, last Mimer by Yetzay. This is the story of Yaakov and Lovan, and so on. That uh, basically, um, when Yaakov and Lovan, they finally part ways, so they part by making a covenant. And then the Pasha Vayetze, where Yaakov makes a matzeva, takes one stone and makes a little marker from it. And Lovan, in turn, takes a bunch of stones and makes a mound. And the significance of this is basically the two interpretations in Lovan, which, of course, are the two interpretations in this gal, in this parsa, the, the cloak or the curtain. And that is... Um, that Lovan of Gdusha would be the root of Lovan, would be Levana Elian, the supernal whiteness, which is like Keset, higher than Atsilis. And the Gal then is the Parsa that's necessary from Bligvul to go into Gvul, which is from, uh, which is requires a, as he said, the example of Parsa is like AC is built in Musudarim, like a Chida, a riddle, where your communication has to be scrambled, disorganized. But it's still of the same personality, like he says, like engraved letters. And then there's Lovan, as it's nostalgia below, there's Lovan Lamata, meaning Klippus Nega, Bria, And that Lovan is lower than Atsilis. And that's the parsa between Atsilis, from Atsilis to Bia. That parsa is not just disorganized letters, it's also being that the Atsilis, the Kalim of Atsilis, are like the Asius of Atsilis, the words of Atsilis, letters of Atsilis are like written words. So now the pasta is a concealer, not a revealer. What does it mean? I mean, a concealer more than the pasta before Atsilis. A concealer in the sense that uh, here, Lovan doesn't want to have the Kedusha, doesn't want to have the Bittl to godliness, to the Lakus, to the divine. So the pasta is to separate the, uh, holiness from the opposite of holiness. What's Yaakov's What was Yaakov's role in the first one? No, Lovin does both parses. Okay. In both cases, Lovin makes the makes the gal. The question is, uh, Yaakov's role is is beyond that. Yaakov's role is to pierce the parse. Yaakov didn't make the parse. Right, right. Lovin made the parse. Yaakov's <clears throat> role is uh, first of all, Yaakov. The beginning of his role is to just work with uh, Lovin's sheep and be and draw a divine into the existence. Hold on, hold on one second. That's a general Yaakov. He's, like he said, that's what Yaakov does in general. That's even before there's a parse. There's nothing, we're not talking about anything right now. That's the whole role of Yaakov in general. Like he said, Yaakov in the parentheses, he said, um, Basically he's revealing everything. Before the parse, higher than the parse. Uh, all the level, levels of revelation. Then comes, as he says afterwards, 
this exact day. Before he was even. But there's no pasha before. They didn't make this thing. Then there's another thing. When they part ways, after Yaakov did his long Veda of drawing down Elokus, and always possible. Higher than the pasha, like he said, like the way the beginning of creation. When Malchus is on the highest level, yeah, etc. Like Remember, the, 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 the. No, I don't see where you're going. Once you're listening to what I'm saying, you wouldn't have any issue. I know exactly what we're talking about here. There's no Pasha here. So, Atzillus, basically, Yaakov is Avedev. They don't even know the Pasuk of Lovan. Yaakov's job is to draw down Elokus. Atzillus, draw down Elokus into the world. That's the role of Atzillus. Yaakov is like the Kalim of, and the Kalim of Malch, and the Kalim and the Eidus should all be aligned. So all the work of Yaakov with, with Tzayn is that of Eidus, that work. Tzayn is from the word Yitzhiyah, and he draws down all the, the Hamshachas, whatever it may be. Bligvul, Gvul, all the levels we spoke about before. It's captured, actually, in the story of Evan Hazais, that before he starts his trip to Charan, he takes this Evan, which he calls the Nekudah, that's Malchus, he draws into it a gilead, makes a matzeva. Then he uh, also pours oil on it. He doesn't mention that right here. And he makes it, and this should be base of the kim that Malchus should be, have even the primius atzim. So you have all the levels right here. Malchus, which is kalim, let's put it like that, containers, limited containers, um, misper, sphere has misper. He draws into Malchus. That Malchus should have also higher than just Mispur, also Sipur. If you want to put, use those Asius. The meaning also Eris. And then Be'il, Be'salakim, then also Be'hiris. Yeah, you can say all three right here. What's Be'salakim like? It'll be lost, Because if you remember, what he said was Ma'adeinu Zeinu. That Malchus, which begins just as a limited revelation, all in Atzillus. That Malchus should be on the level of, 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 of the Vovke should be like Yutke. That's Yir. That is a taste of that was by Yaakov. That was the beginning that came later by Martin Taylor. And loss of love will be the full manifestation of that. That's Yaakov's Aved. That's in general. Got that? Clear? Yeah, I got Okay. It. Now comes another episode. Yaakov, that was Yaakov's Aved from his whole trip to Choron. What's Choron? Choron is Tachtenim. It's the lowest of worlds. That's where it's Choron, Chorenaf. And Yaakov comes there to build his family. It's basically the Aveda of going into a low world and bringing all of Elokus. And that's the Aveda with Tzayn. Whose Tzayn is it? It's Levin Elyon. So he's drawing down from Levin Elyon, Lovan, the root of Lovan, into Akudim, Nekudim, Riyu, Biyah, Haklolim, and so on. And that's where he takes this. Okay. Now. Now comes another Pasha. He finishes Aveda there. He's going back there to Solomon. So now comes love and pursues him. And they make this covenant, this this, uh, this deal, where he builds the Matseva and he builds. Based on what I am based, the Matseva is very similar to the first Matseva that he built. So that's, he doesn't yet now go into why he made a Matseva and Gal. Lovan responds by building a Gal. So what's the role of this Gal now? This is the, 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 in the progression. So the role of the Gal is two roles. If you talk in Levin Elyon, meaning Lovin like that, the role of the Gal that Lovin is building now is to limit the flow into Atsilis. Like he says, because from Gvul to Bligvul, what would happen here? Like he says, 
In the past, we do Shanasis, Mesa's action built on Sunday. Why is that? In order, because of the flow, went without any parsa, without any uh, veil, without any shroud, without any curtain, Atzilus cannot exist. How does it fit into the whole thing? So he says, so Bechlolus, that's the parentheses. Yaakov already did that Veda. But Bechlolus now, now we're talking already now, this the engaging between Av and Yaakov is talking already the Veda now in Seydav Hadrogen. Not what Yaakov was doing till now. In Seydav Hadrogen, now you need to have a much more defined, we're not talking about now a taste of the Osid Lave, we're not talking about a higher level dimension. That will be discussed. That was Yaakov's intention to make a matzeva. Lovon, talking about Lovon of Gdusha, is not doing something bad. He's doing something positive. What's he positively doing? He's saying, okay, now we have to draw this down into a structured existence. We have to go back to reality. Yaakov, when his Aveda concluded everything, it was a taste of loss of love, a taste of mountain tater, it was a preparation for the whole future of all Aveda. All levels of spirits. It was a type of like, like you know, like like he said, like he said, that's why it was that's why it was so important to say it was like Bethilas Habriya. He was re- like realigning everything the way it's meant to be. But now we have to go now into the Aveda, the, the bottom line in our lives is an organized one. In an organized one, Atsilas cannot have all those Giluim. They're not ready for it yet. So what happens now, that's what he makes the Pasa, in this case, to make the to limit the flow from Bligvul to Gul, but it's still divine. Right, that's the Pasa. Now comes the next step. Love now, what about the other side? That's, that's in so-called in the positive side. Then there's the negative side. The negative side, that love and love clip. That's the second interpretation. Because we're not just dealing with a world of limitation, we're also dealing with a world of that defies godliness. So what's Lovin's role here? So here it's obviously far, far more complicated. And that is that he wants to pay kaparsa that conceals the divine, and he says, "You stay in Kedusha, and I don't want to have any. I don't want to have bitl. I don't want to subjugate myself, sublimate myself to you." That's the bottom line. So, read these aces. He says, "Ubetchila, He says exactly those words. Page Rejvav, two hundred six. Into, into all the worlds. All the, worlds. All the way down below. Everything. Then comes That's the point. So Yaakov, it's, I think of it like this, you know, like um, like I said, Martin Taylor do really two things. It gave us a power that would transform, give us the power to change everything. So what happened to Teda, a one-time thing, did not continue. It was all the Giluim, that V'yer Hashem HaSinai. Teda didn't even retain Kedusha at the end. But at that moment, it's like a Chanukah Sabayis. When you launch something, you have to give it all the power. So Yaakov gave all that power while he was working, did 20 years. What was he doing for 20 years? All the Maklis. He was bringing on all the levels. He was giving us like the power that later would become, would play itself out. Then comes the actual so-called story starts. Now he goes back to Yisrael, and now we have to bring him down with Seydah HaDraga. That's why that parenthesis is so vital. Yeah. Now remember, afterwards Yaakov also has the power to bring from higher than the past. That's why Yibokah. 
That was the word Zibaka. Where was the word Yaakov Zeshi Zibaka? That he pierces. Uh, where was that expression? Somewhere on page Rejvov. For some reason I can't find it now. Oh, here it is. Okay, here it is. Yeah, yeah. says, says right before the parenthesis. That's what he says here. So he says, That's the pasha. There shouldn't be more bleak So, so that's already Yaakov in working in the world of structure. So basically, there's two parallel tracks going on here. Okay. Now, um, okay. So now where we are now is he's going to explain this whole thing. So he's talking with Zelu Umazel to understand Lovan and Yaakov. You have to really understand two parallel forces. So Yaakov, as the spheres, the Gedusha, as he explained, the ten spheres in Atzilus are mamish united. Both the Eris and Kalim. The Eris are united in the level of Yachid. The Kalim are united in the form of of, of Echad. So the Eris are Mamish oneness. Think of it like the you don't even sense distinction. And the Kalim, there's distinction, but there's total harmony. Now this, but in Biyah, you can't say Iu v'chayu echad v'gamu echad, like he said. But it's still, as he said, the Neshama of the of the of of, of, of Biyah is also still um, divine. And the Eris of Nefesh Ruach are nivra, but they're all aligned. It's like the body to the soul. So if in this case, if Atsilis is like the Neshama, and Neshama has Eris and Kalim, the Kalim of Atsilis are the Guf. And the Guf is aligned. So Esosphere is the bottom line, through all of Ishtashlis, even still Kedusha. It's only the Levushim that create that uh, that concealment, because remember we learned earlier that kalim in general are still attached, whether they're the faculties or they're the body. So he basically here he's saying the kalim not only of Atsilis is going even further, the kalim even bichlal akadusha, they maintain that. So the betachas akadusha betachas yichud. Now the umazeh, now it says the other side of it. There's also ten spheres, but here is pirud. The kalim, even of biyah, are ahdus, meaning they're aligned with their purpose. They may not be united with their purpose, but they're still aligned. You know, think of it like if you're um, running a business. So you have the person who's on top, and he knows exactly every detail of the business, is completely aligned with the mission. And then he has people working for him. They may not be as united with the mission, but they're still doing their job faithfully. They're just a step away from the source. So if you ask them, they say, we don't know exactly the whole purpose, but we're doing what we have to do. So you can have loyal workers, even though Atsilis is like the engine room. Their Eris and Kalim are mamish aligned, it's exactly from the top. In Biyah, you already have instruments and tools, but they are also aligned with the purpose. But they're creatures that are aligned. They're workers that are aligned, not the, not the leaders, so to speak. But Lumazeh is the opposite. Lumazeh is workers that are rebelling. That are not going with the program. They're not following what the plan was. That's pirud. Pirud means they have their own agenda. They're not reflecting 
the un, un, unified purpose for which they were created. That's Lumazah. So he says, so what's Lumazah? They're Chachamim, but it's not for the right purpose, it's for evil. They're, they're conspiring for their own interests, selfish interests. How do they have this power? So it comes from that comes from Gedusha. That Gedusha, they we, we glean their energy from holiness. But like he says, not from the Kalim themselves. You can't take it from the Kalim because the Kalim are still Gedusha. So you have to get it from the Sidus. You have to basically get it from the Levushim. You have to get it from outside forces. Okay? In other words, if there were no garments that were detached, there'd be no way them to really get energy. Basically, there'd be no independent reality as we know it. Because Kalim themselves, you could conceal. Levushim are where the concealment really becomes big, time. So therefore, you could have people going against defying. Okay. And that's where Lovan comes from. We're talking about Lovan Lamata. The Lovan Lamata comes from the Klippa. From the, that's Lamata Ma'apasa. And he says, his Lovan is both Chochm the Klippa and it also says Kesa the Klippa, which means He's the, the the intensity of Klippa. He's not just... When you say Malchus, for example, of Klippa, you mean like the lowest level. So think of it like the foot soldiers. As soon as you say Kesar of Klippa, you're talking level of Amolek. Reish is going Amolek. What does it mean? You're talking now the root of Klippa. So that, for example, in, in even someone who's uh, opposed to holiness or opposed to what God wants, you could have someone who's just doing... Uh, you know, he's mechanical. He's like a foot soldier. He goes along because everybody's doing it. But then there are people who are the real plotters. Who are the real, the real Yudeis for example. He knows the master and he intentionally plots against him. So Lovin is a root of Klippa, not just a, not a root, he doesn't say root, he says take of a Klippa. Intense, it's not this. Why? Because it's rooted, well, why? He doesn't say root. Just like in Gedusha Levin Elian, Pshitas Atmos, it's coming from a high place, the Klippa is also take of. So, in other words, that's exactly why. Because he's rooted in such a high level, so when he comes down in the opposite, he's also very high, very powerful. As we know, everything that is powerful, no matter whether it's positive or negative, means it's coming from a positive, from a very high source. Like um, you say by Bilam, Bilam, Navi But Bilam was not Yisrael; was on the level of Meishah. So he was on a very high level because that's a real Zalumaza. For there to be a, a battle, there has to be equal forces. You know, that's why uh, when the Rebbe explains the chess board, the chess game in Aveda, the, the black and the white have exactly the same pieces. There's a total equality. You have to begin with two equal sides. That makes it possible for there to be uh, an Aveda work and for us to achieve something in refining the world. So what is it in Aveda? It says, this is Rotsun Vitainuk, the desires and the pleasures of Elam Hazah. Of Lumazah, someone this is tifazunkin, deeply uh, what do we say uh, submerged, sunk in into the desire tivus. Tivus is more than tainu; it's not just pleasure. Tivus is lust. Tivus is is um, indulgence. Yeah, but tivus, we all know what tivus are. Tainugim pshutim hagashmim. We'll soon talk about covid. Bottom line is that the Klippa of Lovan, just like his root in Gedusha, 
is not a simple root, it comes from the supernal whiteness, which he says, Pshitis Atmos. As we'll learn later, Lovin is the color that is without a color. So it's like, it's not just, for example, if you have a clip of Chesed, that's Yishmal. So his, 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 his uh, negativity is in one kav. He gives too much. Doesn't have uh, limits. If you have Esav, Yotzim and Menu Esav, from, Yish, from Yitzchok, that's the clip of Gvura. So it's a clip in one kav. He's too much Gvura. When you talk about a clip of, of, of Lovan, you're talking about not just one chest of Gvura. You're talking about Pshit in Kedusha, it's Lovan. Lovan is all the colors, or beyond all colors. So he's like in every area. So the same thing is Lovan and Klippa. It's not just a one little thing. It's coming from Makifim. It's coming from, like you said, Fazunkenkai. The person is submerged in desires and pleasures of, uh, of the opposite side. That is a far deeper Klippa. I'm just summing it up, and then we'll continue. So this is Zelu Mazer, that Lovan, that fell, as we said, it, didn't just, it doesn't just descend. It's like scattered. After the shattering of the vessels, think of it like scattered, so it's a, it's a, it's a deeper darkness. So he said, this was Sag, Lamata Meshema, that fell into Ban. I explained that, the, the names. That, that only happens on, on, on the bad side, it doesn't happen on the good side. Shri Yeah. Well, there's a good intention in it. You know, Seser Amnas Livnes. The shattering is not for a bad purpose. It's in order for us to elevate them. So yeah. I don't know what you mean by the bad. There's no bad and good in this sense. What happens is like this. Look, let's go before the symptom. When there's only divine presence, only divine consciousness, and there's no independent reality, meaning there's no symptom, there's no room for any tachtenim. There's nothing that is outside of that presence. No, There's no such thing as... Going against it, there's no. There's, it's, it's think of it like a you know unity is prevails everywhere. So as soon as you have the symptom which conceals it all, now you have the emergence of we we'll call it independent consciousness. You know more specifically, Adam and before they ate from the tree, they were aligned completely to what God wants. Hold on, hold on, one second, one second, one second. Then comes a concealment that that uh, that. Uh, now, concealment alone only does that much. Then there's another jump, which is Shvir Sakhalim. It's not just a concealment, there's a radical explosion. Okay? This explosion is a result of the imbalance. There's an imbalance going on after the symptom. Because after the symptom, everyone knows, consciousness knows, the Eris are imbalanced, the Kalim are imbalanced. Because they're, they, they, they're not, they, they are both coming into place. And before the symptom, there's no imbalance. The imbalance comes once you conceal the source. So everything, everyone, I mean, to put it in a, a little more uh, dramatically, every entity is looking for its purpose. They really don't know what they're supposed to be doing, so to speak. Because there's, there's a misalignment going on. Because like, the source has hidden itself. Now, air obviously always feels its source. But air can be very intense. What happened with the Tamidim of Rabbi Akiva? They were great scholars. They're their example of Eiris of Teo. But they were so great, they didn't know how to coexist. Lenogukovit Zebaza. So they shattered each other. They destroyed each other. They died as a result because of their great energies. Because it wasn't aligned. It was like someone who's so intense, like Nadav like Naviu, who ran into the Beis Amigdash, a Ratzay without a Shuv. So there's a deep yearning. This could only happen after the symptom. Because before the symptom, everything is aligned. There's no such thing. Yearning is, there's no really yearning and so on. 
after the tzimtzum you conceal, then then even ayer in good intentions could end up being destructive. You understand? Tayu is where it all comes to a head, basically. The ayers are intense, the containers are, are not mature yet, so there's no balance, and you have a shattering of containers. This is, psychologically, you can find this in people's lives, when there's any type of dissonance. Tayu is, in, in psychological terms, ultimate dissonance. A dissonance that creates a shattering. When a person plots you know, from, from, you know, when people just uh, lose it. That's a, that's Tayu in uh, psychological terms. What, what are they losing? There's a certain lack of balance. They, 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 they have an overwhelming experience, they don't know how to contain it. So it could be a lot of energy. Or they have a lot of hunger, and they're very creative, and they're very frustrated. That's, I'm just giving you examples. Or you can have the opposite. Uh, you could have that you, you have a lot of frustration, you don't have any tools. You, know, you see people, for example, who have tantrums. We often see this with children who don't have the tools to express themselves. They, they just go crazy. They, they, you know, like that. Yeah. In other words, whenever there's an imbalance, you're going to have a, some type of shattering, an outburst, if you want to put it that way. That outburst, in, in using now, remember, we're, ta- we're not talking here in time. It's not a, it's a world that shatters. We're talking here a, a, a state of being. That shattering is always happening because it's, it's basically, it's almost, that's why I call it a market correction. It's almost telling us there's something not wrong, there's something imbalanced. There's something imbalanced in the, in the equation. So Toyu is actually doing us a service. It's like, that, it's like, you know what happens when a circuit breaker, why does a circuit breaker break? Because it's telling you there's a surge and it's stopping from something from happening. So before it creates a God forbid a fire, it closes down the electrics, the, the, the current. So Toyu is essentially that type of stop gap. That's like almost like a warning. And what, but what happens as a result? So it shatters. So in the Moshal, shattering means containers shatter, they scatter. In our language, it means we come into this world and we have no clue. We live in a world where, what am I supposed to be doing? Where are my sparks? And they're all over the place. And so it's literally like somebody writing a book, which is a beautiful story, then they tear all the pages into pieces and they scatter it all over and they say, go ahead, now gather and find the story. This is when we look for Ashgach Prad, the story of Purim. Nine years Purim spanned. If you lived at the time, you had no clue that one thing is connected to the next. Achishverosh is a king and happens to be getting angry at his wife. And then Bix and Viserosh make a plot. And then Mordechai happens to overhear it. Then the king happens to have insomnia one night. All seemingly random things. But then you connect the dots, you start seeing a story. This is an example where we, so we come and we like gather the pieces of the shattered containers... That's our Aveda. So when you go, wherever you go in your life, you travel somewhere. You come there and you do something for the right purpose, not just for your own purpose, for your own needs. You're gathering together the sparks that were allocated to you. So each of us right here, every person on this earth, was given a certain amount of sparks to gather. That will be the places you will travel in your life, the people you know, your skills, your talents. Each of us have different ones. And now they're, you know, of course... And initially there were 288 sparks, but they broke into many details, so it became billions of sparks. That's the world that we live in. And when we, every time you align something, you take a few things, and you align it into the purpose for the kavana, shemachad, you are reconnecting. You're basically that's tikkun of toyu. That's really literally what means tikkun elam. Everybody uses that term. You're repairing broken pieces. And you're realigning them. However, obviously, it's not just going back to square one. Right. Now, those sparks and those scattered containers have very high roots. Because they came from a very high level. So when you rebuild it, you're doing something greater than just 
you know, rebuilding uh, Humpty Dumpty, whatever. Again, you're actually reaching higher levels. That's why he says, Sag is higher than Ma. The Tikkun is a lower level than Tayu. But in Tikkun, you have the Kavana, the power to correct Tayu. So Lavan, when he falls down, he falls deep. He comes from Levan Elyon. Shvira Sakalim caused Lavan to shatter, so to speak. And now what do you have? A Lavan down below that's very shrewd, very cunning, a powerful force. You know, look what we say in the Haggadah. That Lavan, what Lavan wanted to do was even worse than Pare. He wanted to, Pare, only the Scharim, only the, the, the male. And Lavan wanted to erase everybody. Wanted to annihilate all the Jews. So the whole Yaakov is everything. So bottom line is, that's Lavan of Klippa. The higher it is, it seems like it goes down. That's the rule. The exact example, Siddhis gives the example. You have a wall. The stones on top of the wall right. fall the farthest place. Levin, absolutely, yeah. So, so the, 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 those of us that cross up that have any, any goodness, because we, we didn't start off so high as, as the bad guys. No, 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 no. First of all, there's no bad. We, we, no, let's make something clear. The good and bad is all in you. There's nothing outside of you. You have a loving in you, and you have a Yaakov in you. Everything is within us. Everything is within us. Yeah, because it's not the evil is not the the, the even the symptom is not evil. The symptom is the absence of the divine presence. The evil is when we start taking it seriously and and give it power. Like I said yesterday, the bluff. You give the sheker power. A father hides from his child in order for you to be ingenious enough to find the father. The child stops looking and says, "Hey, my father's not here. I have, I have my own agenda." That's when the problems begin. Bottom line is klipa negative. Energy is only the absence of holiness. There's no such thing as real evil. evil. When does it become real? When we take the, the concealment and we, and we give it power by acting on it. That's where the tragedies begin. We give it substance. That's why when you destroy a clipper, you're actually, it says, you make from Heather Metzias. You're, you're, you're giving reality. When you deny a tyrant, when you hold back from doing something negative, or you transform it through tshuva, you're actually making it a reality that it was meant to be, that it shouldn't be, because it, its reality is, is nothingness. A mitzvah, a positive kedusha, its reality is what you do. Klip is what you don't do. When you do, when you act on it, you're giving um, you're giving heder, meaning basically a lack of mitzvahs, mitzvahs by making it a mitzvah. And now it becomes a real reality. This is also, by the way, helpful to understand Mashiach and so on, because that's even in the days when, even 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 before the end of Birurim. Klippa really, look, when you read, read the Sikha, it's unbelievable, Purim Tafresh Pei. The last Purim, when the Rebbe Rashab was sitting and Fabrenging in Rostov, similar, but, but, but Tafresh Pei is unbelievable. And it's Purim, it's, it's a few days, he, you know, he passed away, Nissen. so we're talking about two weeks before his Stalkus. And come in two, two three uh, Bolsheviks. And on the table was a, on Purim they made three times a year, Purim, Simchustayr, and Yitzhak Kislev was a magbis. You know, I mean, Simchustayr, they just pledged. A magbis, an appeal. And Purim was one of them. So there was in the middle of the table, it says there, a plate with money, which was like a, 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 a state crime. You're raising money, etc. And two of these three people come in, and everybody got scared. They wanted to cover everything up. It's Purim. And the Rebbe Rashab says, I'm not exact language, it's unbelievable. He says, he starts speaking. It's Klippa's header. Klippa has no, has no substance at all. And if you ignore it, it disappears. If you give it, 
if you give it credibility, if you pay attention to it, you make it a mitzvah. And you have the power to make it a mitzvah by giving it attention. So you have to completely ignore it, and it will disappear. And then they just walked out. It says that. It's the that they just walked out. And then he said the Maimir, Reish is going Mamolik. Purim, connected to Purim. Now, yeah, obviously that would be a great, why can't we just do that every time we have problems? I guess you have to have Eish Ratzin, it was Purim, and the Rebbe Rashab. It's not so simple. I know, you know, the Holocaust came a few years later, so clearly it's not, so, it's not that easy. But the concept is definitely there. Now, had Odom and Chava just realized that, we wouldn't have all our problems. But um, this, this is the truth. You know what the Gemara says in Sukkot? The Gemara says that Lassad Lovey, the, the, when the Yetzirah was finally exposed, so the Tzaddikim will see it was a big mountain, and the Rishayim will see it was a little anthill. In other words, it wasn't what you thought it was. It's more, far, it looks far more powerful. It's a bluffer, basically. It gives you, it projects more power than it does, and it has. It's an art of projection. projection. What, what does it say by the Meragmin? When they come back, they say, Hayinu be'ineinu k'chagovim, v'chein hayinu be'ineihem. What does it mean? If you were small, you're objectively small. Chagovim is like insects, the grasshoppers. So they, they say no. They say, we looked, we saw ourselves like little insects, and that's how we appeared to them. So the obvious question, what do you mean you appeared to them? That's how you were. They were giants, you were small. What is this, an objective reality? No, it's all about how you feel about it. If you feel you're small, then everybody will see you as small. That's the, the bottom line. That's a, the classic projection. It's all about the confidence you exude. You project weakness, then... That's why the Rebbe was not an issue. He said, when people said to him, we don't have confidence, I don't know if I could do it. The Rebbe said, the Rebbe gave you keiches, do it. Even if you don't feel it, act that way, and then you'll, you'll, you'll listen, because the Rebbe knew that's the truth. It's your own fears that are not letting you see your own strengths. Remember, we all have the abilities. If you knew you're a chilek of the... I remember once by Fabrengi, the Rebbe yelling, he says, you're a chilek of the mamash. A piece of God himself. What do you mean you can't do it? How is that possible? So that, the Rebbe's attitude. So, you know, that's, of course, a commander-in-chief speaks that way. But the rest of us are, are, are controlled by our fears. There's no question about it. You know, that, if you have that fearlessness, you, you can get a lot done. Fears of other people's acceptance, fears of failure, fears of this, fears of that. I mean, we all have our fears. Fear is a complete, fear is ex- ex- a perfect example of the bluff of Elam Hazza. Look what we're afraid of. What are we afraid of? People are afraid of losing money. People commit suicide because they lost money. Explain this to me. They're ready to give their lives because they lost money, as if money is more important. They can't take their money with them. But that's this is the illusion of this world, and we all are. Uh, guilty of it in some way, we are subject to it. Anyway, that's I'm just trying to you know spell out the the call. Let's call the anatomy of Elmaza. So Elmaza is both concealment but also disorganized uh, system. We don't see the sparks; they're all over the place. Now the question: with the Rebbe meant that the sparks are finished and Birudim are finished. I'll just mention it. It's not a contradiction to anything I said because we're still living in the mentality of Gaulus. Even if it's all done, we're still our mentality is still the same mentality we had 50 years ago and 20 years ago, and that's where the Rebbe's war is: change your mentality, you know, because Deception. right, because Mashiach could be here, but if we're all still with our psychology of yesterday, we're living. We, our minds aren't gullus, even if the goal is, you know, the illusion is, is is what we create. I mean, but to go back to this discussion here, that so so. Yeah, absolutely. Hasgacha practice is to realize 
the real story of our lives, not the not the, the, the not the deluded story that you think you have it figured out, hundred percent. Does it ever happen that something good comes from higher than like where love comes from? Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's it's a constant dual story. Like for example, you keep saying Eir reveals its source, but Kalim have a higher source than Eir. So this, this, it ultimately they both give to each other. It's like saying you're really asking is does does uh, do tzaddikim have a mile over bali truva? The answer, of course, they have a mile. First of all, everything's rooted in atzmos. The bal truva's mile obviously is that it can reach far lower and it can and it transforms and so on. The mile of a tzaddik is that he's aligned with the the source. So if love, you're asking like this: if love and the gedusha could fall into a place that does not become klipa, that's yeah. what you're asking. Well, when we talk about great neshamas, yeah, you're talking about tzaddikim, Meshur Rabbeinu, comes from levels like that. Not everybody... So we talk about Moshe and Bilam, Moshe is higher than Bilam. But they're commensurate, they're proportionate to each other. Um, the question, the next question is, what determines? Why does this one fall into clip and this one not? Look, Rabbi Yechen Kain Gadol, Shemesh Peishana, and then he became a Zduki. So here he had, he had the choice. So you have both powers. He was great, and then he fell. Acher. So I think, I don't think, I mean, if you, if you include Bechira into the picture, so clearly you could have a great soul that, that falls and makes... Like, on the other hand, you have Rabbi Lezabah and Dedaya, spends their whole life the opposite, and he ends up last minute uh, with a Bechira. So in other words, my point is that it is not predestined. I mean, Lovon, I'm not going to get into whether he had choice or not, I don't know about that, but... Uh, he definitely. He's talking about loving, but Pael Mamish, he's loving of Klippa. Does he? Did loving himself have the ability to reach his Levin Elyon? I would assume he had it. And this Yaakov did that job. Yaakov Esav is a good example. Who's higher? So Esav on one hand, Yaakov on the other hand. But Yaakov is the one that directs the brachas. That one day that Esav and him could unite. That's the goal. The Eir has to direct the Kalim are the ones where the Kavana is. That's more or less how it works. But they each inform each other. In Ayan Bays, you'll find constant back and forth. The Kalim tell the air this, and the air tell the Kalim this. It's a real dialogue. The bottom line, you need both. That's the, that's the end of the, you need both. You need the things that fall into the negative. You need the things that fall into the positive. But that Klaus Shvidus HaKalim does not mean everything that fa- fell from Shvidus HaKalim is a negative thing. It just potentially could be negative because it's, uh, it's scattered. Um... Well, the, the, the story isn't over yet, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, look, he made a lot of tzaddikim, but on the other hand, Lovin is the one that bore Rachel and Leah. Wouldn't have been born without Lovin. So you could say Lovin is, is in a way grandfather of all of us. We all come from Lovin. Just like, yeah, in a sense, yeah, we're being misak and we're repairing, like, like Terach, like, uh, yeah. yeah. And there's some places like this, there's two ways to understand. So anyway. So what was the agreement between them at the end of the We're going now, that's where we're getting to get to now. Remember also, don't be disturbed by the fact that he's talking about two lovens here, one in Gedusha and one in this. They're both, because they're both true. It's not, the story of the Torah is true on two parallel tracks. And you see there's always, even Pare, it says sometimes it's Peru, Memnei, Kal, Nehurin. Sometimes Pare is considered to be the highest. Then he's Nachash Akadmaini. Then he's like the, the, the what's it called, the Tanan Hagadl. You know, the big serpent. 
Because that's how it is. Because remember, the Torahs are Rukhni is the story. We're not talking here as history. Like someone asked me after last week's class, last, yesterday's class, so what about the, when we learn Chumash? Which Lavan are we talking about? The answer is both. This is Torah. Torah is not a history book, which is the, the technical Lavan. The Torah tells us a story about Lavan is because it wants to tell us a spiritual story of our lives. And this story is a t- double story. There's the root of it, and there's how it's down here. And most likely, Lavan below did not know about his source. It doesn't have to mean that he knew that he's rooted there. <clears throat> well, he knew he had power. The question is how you use it. Look, he's not spelling out every detail, but, 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 but maybe we can figure it out. Because Lovin made the parsa. So now he's going to go to that. So now that we've established, this whole first half of the chapter established the, the behind-the-scenes explanation how Lovin came to be. So the Zelda Umaza. So we have the ten spheres of Gdusha. One second, we have the ten spheres of Klippa. In the negative, Lovin is the keser, the chachma or keser of the spheres of 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 clip of the negative, which is rooted in the levin alien in the highest levels. It, in simple terms, to use it again, psychological terms, when you see a person who's a real troublemaker, and you have people who are you know, getting themselves into real trouble or cause a lot of trouble, very very often you'll find that they're the most creative people of all. They have a lot of energy, and when it's not harnessed and directed, it can cause a lot of damage. Mediocre people cause mediocre damage. That's the rule. Strong people, big people, cause big damage. So you have, think, you know, you have a lot of energy inside of you, and you don't know where to go with it. What's going to happen? Besides the shattering that you'll plots, you know, you'll just explode, or whatever the word is. There's then the, da- the the things that you could end up doing are far more destructive than, than someone who doesn't have such creativity. Loose yeah, but it's worse than that. It's not just a loose cannon. It's a loose cannon with a lot of energy. Think of it like fire. Is fire good or bad? If it's controlled, it's good. If it's bad, it destroys, consumes. That's the key. Unfortunately, many of us take, use, we employ the tactic of putting out the fire or lowering it. That's not the goal. The goal is to harness it. That's the goal. You don't want to destroy energy. You want to harness it. If you lock up some, if you take a creative person and you lock them up and tie them up because they're being destructive, you're going to create much more damage. That person for sure. And then because what you're dealing with is like bottling up a, a energy that's going to have to plot. It's going to have to explode at some point. So the key, the key is to have a harnessing, like a, like a kettle. If you don't have a spout, it's going to, it's going to implode and then explode. You don't, you don't believe in Adderall or anything? Hmm? No, no. Don't believe in what? Medication to calm the kids down. Look, medication is a whole other discussion. They're overmedicated. It's overdiagnosed, etc. You know, today everything has a name, right? Now, look, there are things that I'm sure that could be medically determined. Fine, but uh, but but a lot of it is not necessarily that. So here we go. So now we have that shows the matter because here we go. Okay, now, so we have So just think of Sag as the name of Hashem that uh, creates this intense energy of Tayu. The Mailam is Shema. as we know, is Tikkun, is Atzilas, that's Yaakov. Sheyorad, Venofalamat, is Bandanega. So this Sag, before the Shvira Sakem, Tayu, now fell through the shattering into Ban, which is Behemoth, of Nega. An interesting Lovan is Lamed Ban. Lovan. Lovan. Interesting. Yeah. 
I think it says places Lamas is the Shleshim Kalim and the Ban. The Nega Kaneda. Now, now he goes to the story. Now that we've established who Lovan is, there's some explanation that he didn't discuss earlier. Before he just said there's two levels. So now what's the story with the Parsa, with the Gal, with the mound that he built? The Lovan said the, the Klippa. Now this Lovan of Klippa, Osagal Benayla Benagdusha. He built a Gal. He built a, uh, a mound, a boundary. But not just a line. He built a uh, a, uh, a mechitza, a heap. About a, a mound is probably the best word. between himself, see the klipa, and holiness. What was the intention? That it should not be revealed from these higher energies of chachm of shema of atzilus. Should not be revealed to the below be hecholis the nega hecholis means the corridors or chambers of nega of bia la leisam to elevate them elevate them and to refine them lichlal bigdusha datzilus and to be encompassed of bigdusha datzilus. The purpose of lavan of shvirus akelim is think of it like this. Let, let's spell it out again using the same example. Today you meet you meet you you encounter a situation. You meet somebody. Or a situation. How are you going to behave? Are you going to do a mitzvah with this? Are you going to bring some kedusha in this situation? Or are you going to just be neutral? Or are you going to allow the the selfishness or the greed to prevail? So there's a battle going on. Yaakov Atzilus wants to use the situation that fell from Shri Sarkalim for kedusha. Love on it's fighting, no, you stay where you are. I don't want to be elevated in your thing. I have my own agenda. That's what he's saying, basically, in simple English. So he builds a gal, a boundary. Don't come here. I don't want to be involved in your uh, sanct- sacred or holy activities, basically. When we say, when we eat a piece of bread, so it says, lechem apumchar You're eating lechem, from the word mulchama. Bread comes from the word Muhammad. What's the Muhammad? There's a spark in there that fell from Shvir Sakel, from Tayu. The spark is in the bread. It's not interested in becoming part of you. So there's a battle you have to fight. It's not a physical battle, but it's a battle where you have to extract the bread. Sometimes it says the digestion process is that. You have to it's a whole process. You have to get rid of the waste, get rid of the externals to get that spark out, to turn it into blood that becomes part of your system. So for that you need to make a bracha, you have to make sure you eat the right thing, you wash your hands, and then it becomes you, and you use that strength to do something positive. So there's a war going on. That's why they say some places it says that's where they tear a challah. It's like a Muhammad type of thing. Lechem. It's a tear it. Yeah. Huh? It's right. And you know the Rebbe Rashab, the story, he was once given soup with lakshan, with noodles. He put the spoon in, he tried to lift it, the noodles slipped out once, twice, three times. So he said quietly, he said, Nachnish great. The lakshan is Nachnish great. He didn't say lakshan, he says, This is Nachnish great. That she's not ready yet. The spark, or he, is not ready yet to be elevated. So for most of us, it's just a matter of, you know, the spoon is, you know, so it slips out, so we keep working at it. And, and here, the Rebbe Rashab understood that the, the bir is not ready for the bir. So there's a battle going on all the time. 
It's a subtle battle, but this battle is essentially like the battle between Yaakov and Lovan. Lovan brings a wall and says, stay where you are, leave me alone, basically. I'm my own business to deal with. It doesn't want to elevate in Gedusha. I mean, as simple as that. That's the gal. Yeah, it's a block. Exactly correct. It's like someone closing my ears. I don't want to hear. He's now explaining. Because there are in Tainuga Elam When you have pleasure in Elam even in food, there's a reason you have pleasure. The Baal Shem Tov actually says the reason some of us like certain foods and other people like other foods is because our soul is attracted to the sparks in these foods and not in those foods. He says that even about physical, people you like physically that look to you, appealing to your eye, it's because your neshama senses the nitrits. It's not for, for not for Magushim Dika reasons. That's what he says, clear. Right. So in other words, this is what it says. What is the Lashon there? Even the story that Rebbe tells about Chana, when she cried for a child. So Eli, Eli said to her, the Korean, that classic Sikha from the Rebbe. I remember when the Rebbe said it, it was Tavshin Lamed Hay. It was unbelievable. He was crying. It was, a, it was the second day of Rosh Hashanah. The Rebbe told the story. He said, well, yeah, so, so Eli, Eli said to him, what are you doing here? You're a Shikha. Because he saw her mumbling without saying anything. And she said, what do you mean a Shikha? And now, I'm pouring my soul out to God. And they, the Rebbe spoke about this because he what the, what the Rebbe said. Elia Cain Godel didn't realize a woman standing in the base of English and, and and mumbling must she must be praying. Why would he think she's drunk? Because he saw that she was praying for her own needs for a child. So she's drunk in Gashmis, meaning she was drunk with her own indulgence. And she's saying, "You think I'm asking for me for a child? I'm asking a child because to be able to dedicate the child to God." Not in other words, the Rebbe said when a Jew asks for Gashmis, he's really asking for Ruchnis. That was the Nukudah. This, this is the same Baal Shem Tev. So even though you, in your mind, may be thinking you're laughing a Parnosa, but the truth is your Neshama wants the sparks within the Parnosa, even if you don't know it. This is why we say that Rabbi Mechabed Ashirim, how can Rabbi Huda Nosi was suddenly uh, is, is honoring the wealthy? So he said, because wealthy means that God blessed them with opportunities. So he's, well, he's honoring the opportunities that God blessed them with and that they have the the wisdom that God trusts them, that they will use the money well. That's In other words, it's always the sparks that you value. So now, some of great, some of, some of, some of Rabbeinu HaKadosh's grandchildren sparks. forgot about the sparks part. You know. Uh-huh. I mean, today, in our generation. So I'm saying some people honor the wealthy, not for the sparks, but for other reasons. But but that's where it's rooted in. Loving was looking inside Yaakov's mouth that this is unbashed that's what it says by Yesov, by Esav, that, uh, what is the Lashon? Huh? Uh, uh, what was Befiv? Tzai the Befiv, that's what it says, yeah, that was connected to that. Now, Lechem is also the word Cholom, a dream. Lechem is bread, war, or dream. There's a lot of these words. Also, Davening is like a Muhammad. We say, um, uh, uh, the expression is, it's Shas Shleisa, Shas Kirva. It's a time of war. There's a war going on, my friends, all the time. The war is over now. Now the war is for our consciousness. Let's make that clear. Yeah.
So anyway, so here's goes. How do you bidun lemata b'tenu gemil mazur shem is bottom ve'edul lemayla? How do you elevate them? These bidunim elevate them through teira and through kima mitzvahs b'dvarim gashmim. When you do a mitzvah with a dvarim gashmim with physical things, you are elevating that physical. B'frat ayadei tshuva, and specifically through tshuva, because tshuva obviously you were in a very dark place and then you elevated through returning. Now he's speaking, he's going through the whole Birurim thing. This Birurim Mamat Lamaila. This was Mamail Lamata, obviously. Because you bring Taira down, Mitzvahs, and Shuva. Then there's Mamat Lamaila, they have Veda the Tfila. So he's covering everything here, all the Kavim. Taira, Tfila, Taira, Mitzvahs, Milchasadim, Shuva, and now Tfila. What's tefillah? Shamaylim basusul tata mehicholus the neged the biyalatzilus. You elevate through your initiative below to the hecholus. You said chambers. I said what did I say? Cars. Okay. Of of neged the biyalatzilus. You elevate them to atzilus. What? Bechinus netsusus the gedusha shenafulasham. The sparks of gedusha that fell. So let's go back again. The sparks scattered. They're in everything you do, in the food you eat, in the place, in the work you do, in the money you have, in the people you know, in the beautiful things you are drawn to. They're everywhere. But they're trapped there. They're hostage. That's why we say bitter nutsutsas. What means bitter? Bitter means to separate. That's what bitter is. Avedis bitter, Shabbos. You separate. You're separating the spark that became trapped as hostage in the Gashmis, and you want to free it. So we say, we say bitter, zichuch, aliyah, these are all levels of how you free a spark and you elevate it back to where it belongs. And of course, then you do that, you achieve a lot more than what was there before. Right. So this is all the Birurim. This, by the way, is all Lashon of the Mitla Reb in that Maimur, the Chasna Maimur I mentioned yesterday. Like Avram's Nefesh HaShelosu B'chom, Avram HaChav and Sara, Megayir is HaAnoshim, Megayir is HaAnoshim. Ba'agayirim Shegayir, Avram. So what's Anevesh Asher Osu? What do you mean? He made them? So it says, because Gershon is guy, can cut in Chanel them, he's like he gave birth to them. That's the name. So Anevesh Asher Osu Becharon means that besides him and his family, he also came with all the Gerim. What's a Ger? What's the meaning of a Ger? A stranger. A, someone, a, a spark that fell into a strange place. That's why this one it says Gershon is guy, not Gershon is guy. Because he's not a guy, he's a spark of a of a of a Jew that fell into a Goisha structure. And that's why we say Goisha is getting it's a Yeah. Well, I was trying to get him, there's no such there's no tater, there's no gay, it means a manifest. Okay, there's different meaning, different opinions there. Uh, yeah. No, but but no, but then the Fierech then Avram also was not a Jew. Yeah. You go like that. So Fierech Avram that's one way to put it. But I'm saying Avram, and what about Avram? Was Avram Jewish? What means he was Megayer? Avram was also was Megayer himself? Gir then was basically uh, ideological, theological. Until it came to Mount Tater, when it became technical, so to speak. There's different Svarim. There's a, you know, there's the um, there's the Nikola Svarim that talk about the get the Davdavke. Before Mount Tater, the whole category of Jew and non-Jew is different. Every the fi'erich after matanteir, everyone of them matanteir is bnei neich. But 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 bnei neich is uh, look, we're all born from Adam and Chava. Is Chava Jewish mother? But that's why everyone became there was a gate by matanteir. 
There's a lot. There's niglich, so There's a lot discussed on this thing. Okay. However, you explain it. The point he wants to make is that never that you're he freeing. He's elevating sparks. Here, by the way, here's an example. You asked about love, and here you have examples of the lumas of love. They were all Gedim. And Rabbi Kiva, there's two opinions whether he was a Ger or the son of Gedim. But Rameir was a Ger, Shmaiv Avtalyan were Gedim. He says, Nisham is Gavoyas, the great Nishamas of, of these people. And also by the prophets, we have Avadja. Avadja was a Ger. The Gemara says he was from Eden. That's why his Navu is, Mimneu Be'aba. The Gemara, B'nei Be'ab, is a Menuvu Yeah. Now it's summing up. All these Amshachas V'alos, both. The Amshachas through Teda and Mitzvahs, which refines Gashmis and, and releases the spark. Or Halal, like through prayer, or through uh, Gators. You're elevating sparks. Now he's explaining how do these Berurim take place. Because here's the problem. The, the, the Kalim shattered. Now you have a loven of Klippa. You have a world that is filled with uh, sparks that are concealed. How do you get... How do you release sparks that are concealed when they're coming from such a high place? So you have to say that you have a power that's more than the concealing power. This is a brilliant concept. You can't change the system from within the system, right? So you have to, in order to elevate something that got released, that means you're more powerful than the resistance that it's giving you. So that's why he's saying now, so what are you saying? So all these amshachas, to free these sparks, these bidurim, you have to have taste for said. If you only have the power that Ishtalshlis gives you, then you have a world. In other words, let's put it this way. God created a world, Breshis Baralukim. Everything was fine. Then there came Chetet Sadas, and things descended and fell. If you're still only going to rely on the Kayach Abriya, the power that gives, uh, that, that sustains existence, you're not going to have the power to elevate. All you have the power is to continue to sustain existence. You follow what I'm saying? Let's put it this way. Um, um, let's say a person, God forbid, uh, falls into a deep pit. There's no way you're going to lift that person out without exertion, extra exertion. To, to, to carry someone that's not in a pit takes a certain amount of strength. But to go down that far, you need to have, you can't use regular strength. You need to have a lot more strength because now you have to go to a far darker place. That's basically what he's saying here. So basically, to, to put it in different terms, because this goes back to Yaakov, who's higher than the Parsa. With, you know the, what he did before the train. What's going on here? Remember, we talked before in chapter Ayin Kovav. He said that there's there's the there's Elam, and there's how it was the bichilas abriyeh. You know, Hamalchus is regularly it's giving life to existence, but in order to uh, like he said kisei, what he's remember this in uh, he said like this. Um, with a vav. <coughs> Then even Malchus will be a Moir HaGadl. Okay? You cannot change the world if you're going to continue to use the same energy that gives the world sustenance. So you have to go to a higher level. This is why we need a Matan Teirah. That's the Nishama, isn't that? The is like an agent for Yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to ultimately lead to that. But right now he's talking in the context of Yaakov and Lovon. So basically, it's almost like saying, I don't know if you I, I, I remember what Sikha was. It was a beautiful Sikha. The Rebbe said there's a 
Chayl and Kaid, I think the Hadron and the Rambam, Malamed Hay. It goes like this. The material world has a complaint. What right do you have come? God created Lahavdal bin Kedish Lachel. We say it every Havdullah. Shabbos is Shabbos, and the weekday is weekday. Why are you coming and bringing Gedushin to the weekday? You have your day. You have your domain. Why are you coming into my domain? This is the time that Chayl could have. Why are you making Chul and Altaras HaKedish? You have, you have your land. Why are you, why are you becoming an aggressive conqueror and conquering my territory? Where did the Rebbe say this? He speaks about it. Yeah, there's no question. There's a sikh about, you know, where we're Mechamus Shus and Mechamus Mitzvah in Aveda. That's what he says. So it's a very good taina. The only answer is, is because the one who created you and created me sent me there. And more than that, I have power to transform you, even though you and your own are there, I need more power to transform Chil to Kedush, needs a lot more power than to maintain Kedusha. That's what he's saying now. So in order to get all this, you need a taste for say, a special... So there's really two, basically, two... Chassidus talks about, you ever hear, the, you ever see Chassidus, taste for say, there's um, the Lashon. Um, I know the Lashon in Hebrew. The Kfi Hamida. There's the amount of energy that flows into existence according to what's necessary to existence, and then there's taste for sedus. Yeah, that's more than what's measured. So to keep things going, all you need is maintain the energy of before. You want to change something, you need to bring a new energy. Basically, in the healing they say, if nothing changes, nothing changes. You're not going to change. It's like a, the, what, what is the sign of insanity? Someone who keeps doing the same thing and expects different results. Right. So bottom line is, in order to change, you need to have taste for air. So that's why there's a mochama. Because you need to exert yourself more in order to redeem and free the sparks that are concealed there. That was more than what was measured and niktsev and designated in the structure of existence. The Rebbe brings this in brilliant sikha, the, the famous hadran, Tav Unbelievable. We're talking about Motzei and Eina Motzei. Why the Rambam has to bring about God that's beyond existence? Because you know, the, the beginning of the Rambam it says, "You say, you say, Zamudachachas Shehu Motzei, Sheyesh Motzei Risen, Menem Nimtzu Kolanim Tzayim." Then he says, "Ve'im Yalal Adas Shehu Eina Motzei." If you if it arises in your mind that he did not that he's not Motzei, he's not existent, end of Achi Yochlim, then no other thing could be is existent. So the Rebbe asked the question, the twofold, threefold question. First of all, why is it Yalal Adas? What means, Yalal Adas means it's a greater understanding. What are you talking about? Greater understanding that there's no God? Second of all, why is the Rebbe bring this here? It's for Halacha. Why is the Rebbe bring this whole thing here? To say there's a Motsu, we understand there's a God, and he told us, he gave us Tehidah Mitzvahs. That's why I say for Halacha. Why does he suddenly get into a philosophical discussion about God that's higher than, that's, not, that's non-existent, so to speak? And then what's Bechal the Havamin? Since when Allah you start talking if it doesn't exist? Where does it say such a thing? And Tayyar, Bereshit is Bar Alakim. Since when do we talk? And the, and the Rebbe's answer is like brilliant. What's the Rebbe's answer? Ain't in much, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It means that he's not, he's a detached from existence. That if you're Yalal Ades and you start going deeper and saying, hey, God is not, doesn't care about existence because he's beyond existence, then nothing in the world can exist because God is removed. He has to match. So Motzei is a lower level of understanding godliness. So what's the connection to Halacha? Remember the answer? Unbelievable answer. And the answer to Halacha is because Halacha, to change Elam Hazard that God created, you need to go back to Einim Motzei, the one who, to the engine room. 
Because if you can rely just on Matzei, Matzei gives Matzei's existence. So Chel will say, I exist, why are you changing me? How can you change? I belong in the domain of the, of the secular, of the profane. Why are you moving me into Gdusha? So how could we Magdish, a Chefza, that God created a Chefza, an object in existence that belongs in the domain of the secular, or Belashen of Chazal, Elyenim, so you need to have a level of that comes and says I created you so now I go back and tell you I'm beyond your existence therefore you can change their existence so in other words to change Gashmi's thing to Ruchnis requires far more power than just Ruchnis anyway so that's taste for Seder's because according to the measure of the cosmic order the energy it comes it's concealed and it diminishes from level to level. That's the normal progression of energy flow. And on this concealed energy, the mesachim, the curtains, and the veils. I mean, now mesachim is more a mesach is definitely a curtain. Pasoy is the cloaks. The shields, the, the shrouds. Okay, we'll start all the synonyms. Um, whatever you want to use. I guess Mesach, Mosach is usually less than a parsa. But regardless, my lim mastirim. So how could you change that? So here's what we have. You have like this. Okay, you have Shri Sakhalin, the sparks fell. They're now concealed in places. The progression of Shistalsus is more and more concealment. You go from Atsilas to Bri, Yitzhida, Asiya, total concealment. And therefore, the parsas that come into play. Will not will, will, won't let you redeem anything, which is what love and wants, obviously. They conceal and they cover up. Levushim, remember the levushim that conceal. He's going further. Even the beginning of the first energy that came after the, is came from a tzimtzum. She didn't begin with a uh, the most. You didn't begin with Eden Sofifin at Simpson. You already began with a diminished state of divine awareness. Everything, the whole process began after Tzimtzum. This, what in parentheses he's adding is you could argue, you know what? Uh, one second. Oyer is very powerful. And the Oyer will, do, will, 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 be a, will balance out and fight the, the concealments. So he says, no, but the Oyer itself also began with a Tzimtzum. And now it's even more Tzimtzum. So the Levush and Masachim have power. See, a Levush could not could do anything to Oyer Lifnei Tzimtzum. That's why you needed the first Tzimtzum you have to conceal that divine presence before you can have that whole progression that what's going on. In other words, you first need the etzem to be concealed, and then you bring the levushim who conceal it to the point where it's where it is today, which could be a menagid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Essentially, because after the curtain, after the shield, after this veil, after this cloak. It radiates a very diminished, uh, an increasingly diminished energy. This energy has no power to to refine, to separate and to elevate. That's what's going on. In other words, the power that creates cannot be the power that elevates. The only way this is possible is specifically there's a transmission from a higher power. That radiates and pierces even the parsa. This higher energy. Hold on, he's going there. 
Like we say by Mount Teda, that there was a voice that was higher than the Rekia. Rekia is the Pasa. The voice higher than the Kia. The Kia is a uh, is a veil, is a layer. And there's a voice of Teda higher than the Pasa. This is an energy and light, a light, a, a power that the, even the Pasa cannot conceal. Pierces through. Obviously, there's going to be Yaakov, who has the power to pierce, but Lovan still creates the Pasa. Even though this energy that's also higher also comes in a measure and in a, and in a, in a parameter. Nevertheless, within it also has within it it also within it is also drawn or transmitted the core. And even the medida, even the measurement is also medida atzmis. Like it's known and explained elsewhere. I'll explain what it means. In other words, you can. He's saying basically like this: We're not talking about an energy that just just comes in, not just pierces, but destroys everything. Okay, there's not. There's not he's not talking about that. What he's talking about here, that this energy has in it a power that's more than just the energy within existence, but that energy is channeled as well. So it's a very intense energy, but it's not going to destroy the kalim. Because you can have an energy, someone say, you know what, like Rajbi comes out of the might after 12 years. Whatever he looks at begins to burn. So he had the power not to be influenced by the world, but what happens? It's so intense. It's burning. That's not what we're talking It has to come mid But the mid is really, you think he's a regular guy, but he's not a regular guy. His vision is very powerful. So his 13th year, wherever he goes, he repairs. So he's basically harnessing. So he's a fire... An unbelievable power, but it's channeled through midah b'shir, so it could be able to be manifest in existence. And even its medida, when Rashi being the thirteenth year, it's not like he had less power. He was able to channel his power, so it's a medida atzmis, meaning it's not a medida because of tzimtzum and helam. It's a medida because of self-control and and channeling and harnessing. That's a medida atzmis. So like a rebbe, of course he can come in and expose and just use all his powers. It's a far greater power. Where he conceals and does it in his own, you know, more gentle way, in a more subtle way, it's much more power because his medida is coming. But see, he's not. So you say, why didn't the Rebbe say anything? If he didn't say anything, it's because he didn't want to say anything. Not because he's, uh, he's, he's concealed or doesn't know, or because he's intimidated. Exactly, that's a medida atzmi. It's not an outside force. It's an example given sometimes when you write and you. It's like It says etzem. For example, when you write. You can write infinite letters. When you stop yourself from writing all the infinite letters, it's not because of concealment, it's because you're controlling. You willingly don't want to write more. A concealment would be with, this, like you said, an imposition that's stopping, like a, like he says till now. The, the energy flows, flows, and it literally diminishes. And you can't do anything about it. Then there's a diminishing that's not diminishing. It's the same intensity, but it's channeling into existence. Essentially, it's a tzaddik that's camouflaging like a regular person, but he's really a force from another world. An alien. That looks like a human. That's what it is. Sometimes I think you are one, by the way, too. You, you, you. For sure. But you'll never admit it, huh? Wives are real reality checks, aren't they? (laughs) 
In case you think, in case you're thinking too greatly of yourself, your wife can remind you. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is like that. And he says, this is like the Mesachim of Pasoyz de Gdusha, not Klippa. Like the curtains, like, like the Beis Amigdash, for example. That's a Medidatmis. The Parechis, between one section, was not that sh- not because of diminishing and not letting the flow. It's a, it's a Keli, not a Lavush. That's the key. It's a revealer, not a concealer, basically. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting because he said, you see, in other words, there's really two levels. There's real concealers where you just let, opaque, you don't let any light in. Then there's the concealers like Levushim, they let light in like through Mishalim, but it's primarily a concealer and it's bringing the light where it's very diminished in. And then there are reveal, concealers that are revealers that are far more, they're concealing like Kreichus Nefesh, but their main focus is revealing, but you have to reveal it to this level so they conceal. They're not affected by the tzimtzum. It's like by Rajbi, Take, it says he didn't have the churban. By Rajbi there was no churban. Okay. So now he says, They're not, They don't totally conceal an energy to say the shtalshlis of the, of the cosmic order. And for sure they don't conceal the energy higher than Ishtashos. Avalov and Arami, but Lov and Arami was not one of those. It says Arami, meaning Lamata. In other words, Lov and Eldian, yes, the Pasa Lifniatzilus is Taka Mesach Kedusha, Pasa Dugdusha. That's why all it does is just limits the flow to Gvul. There should be Gvul of Kedusha. Remember, we talked about Atzilus as Gilead Helen. But Lov and Arami is already a Chidush. Because he, Ratzel, Hagbir Asamasachim. He wanted to give power, to, to um, empower, and um, to strengthen and vitalize the, the curtains, the, the veils. That they should become total concealers. So in other words, there's a parsa between Atzilus and Biyah that's necessary for Biyah to come into existence. He wanted to create a, a complete... Shut down. Obviously minimal, because he does say minimal, but minimal. But he doesn't want the bittle. He just wants to have, give me life, but don't give me the bittle. <laughs> Remember we learned earlier about Ak, that in Elam Haza you have the bittle, but they don't know it because they're getting life, but they don't know there's no real bittle. They don't feel bittle. I said, you know, it's like, it's like a... Like a, like a child who's a, a real troublemaker. He comes to his parents, I want your money, but I don't want anything else. I don't want to listen to you. The Gemara says that nothing can separate between Ein Afil Mashach Shabazel. What's the lesson? Ein Dover Mafsik Beinechem Ubein Avinu Sheba Shemaim. Kiim Avinesechem Hoyamavdilim. I feel the Moshe Chabazel has a lotion. That even a curtain, oh, that's Moshech, no? Even a curtain of steel, steel curtain, or Barzel, cannot separate between you and God. So states that Moshech can't conceal. The iron curtain. But your sins could. Like it says in the Gershu. Chapter 5. Nothing. 
blocks. Right, 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 right. Oh. And that's a master letter. That's, that's the whole yeah. thing. So there's nothing that could be chetzes that can. Uh, chetzes means block. Or mafsi can separate. Only your sins. So, in other words, through our actions, we can create a far deeper disconnection than on its own. So, the world on its own can be very concealed. We even learned earlier, remember that concealment alone doesn't cause you to go against God. That you need a special pchira, a special power of pchira. We learned that earlier. In the. Tell this mimer. Yeah, yeah, chapter uh, one hundred two. So, however, and that's what Lavan wanted. He wanted to create a uh, real iron curtain, closing it up. Which means to conceal also on the transmission of Tera Mitzvah, which is of course the Aved of Yaakov. Yeah, that there shouldn't be an awakening of Tshuva by Bal Tshuva. Where is this, this is Eidus come from? It comes from the power. That power he has, yeah. You should. You hear what's going on here? That's the effect of Atzilus on Amos. No, this effect of Lava. Not Atzilus. Huh? Like the whole idea of the goal. Right. Exactly. This is the goal of Lava. To be no Atzilus, what would happen? Would be disconnect. A That's a different discussion. That's not this at all. There would be no world then. There would be. No, no, he's saying if there was no Atzilus, there'd be no relation in this world. This he's not talking about Atzilus. He's talking about the. Well, listen. There is Atzilus now. The Pasa can also stop the flow. Atzilus creates awareness in this world, but the Pasa wants to stop that awareness. That's that what he's saying. Good. And and Lovin is creating a gal. Wants to, right, right. Exactly. Leven alien, Leven alien. It's like, a, like we say, we say, we always, yeah, it's good genes. What we always like to say, we say Shashana ben Achechim, right? We like to say is when every, anything God gives somebody, he takes something away. Anything he takes away, he gives. So there's, you know, the people are very talented. The God always takes something away from them. You'll see, very talented people, there's always something missing. Exactly. That there should be no Isaiahs of Chuvin about Chuvin. That's strong words. Ooh. Because I remember that would mean somebody would fills on that side of the curtain. He wants to make sure you can't get back. You're now mine. You belong to me. That's why I understand his daughters. They're on that side of the curtain with him at that point. Because it's not airtight. Nothing is airtight. I remember Yaakov came around. And he changed it to the no, equation. Yaakov brought in... Already Leia was crying because she... No, no, but Yaakov brought in a level that's higher than the Parsa. Right, before that, Leia was always had eyes that were... Because she was crying about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already there. She really was crying about her father, but she couldn't say anything. Yeah. There should be no revelations from Matzilas and Biyah. Yeah, yeah. It's all coming together. You're getting a new appreciation of Lovin, huh? He's a pretty powerful guy, this guy. He's like blocking the whole flow. I thought he was just disturbing some one dimension. The guy's like, he's the guy. you got to get rid of He's like at the door. He's blocking everything. Multidimensional chameleon. Stupid gal that he built. A mound. It's causing us sorrows. It's unbelievable. One little mound the man created 3,000 years, 3,500 years ago. A little, uh, about a few stones. 
those who learn the Anyone that's about Shuva should thank Yaakov because Lovan. That's what means Lovan wanted to kill everybody. That's what he meant. He wanted to destroy that whole. Much worse than Esau. In this sense, it says he's worse than Pari. Okay. Hold on. Okay, let's go on here. By the way, that's why it says in the Pasha, in this week's Pasha, what does it say? That Hashem comes to love in a dream and says, all your intentions you can't do to him. That means love him without, love him then says to Yaakov, that had not God come to me, I would have uh, killed you. And now, so clearly there's something happened that stopped love him from uh, this type of total annihilation. Because at that point, yeah, he could have killed Yaakov and, and everybody. Why not? He had the power. So it was it's his territory, Choram. Hamas. Well, let's learn further. We'll see. Maybe that's the power. Taste was said of Yaakov is Hashem causing him to say that. Like the revelation, the divine revelation that was in the temple in the base of Migdash, and like the revelation of prophecy by the prophets. All this. And all the signs and miracles that are higher than nature, all this would not have uh, would not be able to. Uh, that's what he wanted to block. He wanted to basically. It's like when you uh, you know you block the, the the supply line. Supply line. The yesh and now we're told that the parentheses doesn't have an end. So you cheskel. Which is okay. No, 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 no. This is not a parenthesis till the end of the Hemshach. Trust me. That, 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 then, then you could just skip it all. Let's go to the end. Let's go to the end. No. It's a few lines. We'll figure out where it is. It's a very powerful pedic. That's what we mean by Makiv the Klippa of Lovam. It's a very hard and and uh, tough husk. Because he's interested, he's concealing not just right. He's we're concealing even the Asus and Mavshim, the Beisamigdash, all the powers, not just of Atzilus. He wants to conceal also Bligvul. Remember Sfira. He doesn't want to just conceal the story of Gvul. He wants to tell you, conceal also the Mshachas. So basically, Sfiris of Atzilus of Gdusha want to tell a story. And this guy is saying, no, I don't want you to hear the story. He talks loud and he blocks out the story from flowing. That's what he wants to do. And not just, in such a tief clip, because not just stopping the Gvul. He wants to stop also the Lamaila Mishtalshlus, which is Eishis and Mefsim, Nevuah, Besamigdash. Not just, you know... Yeah, in many different ways. Hitler, Stalin, in many different ways. It's like it says, uh, you know, when. Uh, he has had the power to, to, to stop revolt. Let's read, we'll see. I mean, my Sadav, right? I know he's, he's working hard on my life. Uh, uh, like chutzpah. Huh? Which is a very sad statement. That chutzpah has an ability, it's used in a negative way. We also use it in the positive. Sometimes you need chutzpah like the Balsham Tav Maisa, where you gather together 
ten tzaddikim to pray for somebody and didn't help. So then he gathered ten ganovim, thieves, and it did help. So he asked them, how, 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 how you do, what, what's going on? So he said he saw all the gates in heaven were locked. He needed someone to break in. <laughs> you know the Balshantum stories as they go. Huh? It's a good one, huh? So we all have a little. It's like learning six things from a Ganav. You got to. So. So you need chutzpah both ways. Because <laughs> tzaddikim, you know, you got a There's a structure to deal with, and the Ganav Gandik, let's just go. We'll find a way. Yeah. The holy thief. The holy thieves. Okay. So chutzpah klapashmani. What's the context of the Gemara? Do you know chutzpah klapashmani? He said, made a circle. Oh, that's a, that's a mile. That's the malusa, however. Yeah. Okay. So chutzpah helps klapashmai. Why? Because klapashmai is a structure, and chutzpah like breaks through the structure. He's obviously talking here the negative, that this clip is such a strong clip. But chutzpah is like we talk about a molik. That's chutzpah. He's able to menag- He's able to stand against and oppose the revelation, divine revelation. It's known and explained elsewhere. The interesting thing is with Bilam, if we remember, we learned this by the Bechira thing. Bilam, Bolag hired him to do this. But Bilam, of course, was a Novi and said, I can't. So Bilam was not allowed by God to do it. But unfortunately, there are people that God did allow. But Bilam had done what he'd done. You know, Bilam gave later the Eitzah, but that was not Al-Tzanovi. That was Al-Tzachochem Odev <laughs> He was wise and shrewd, so he gave an Eitzah how to get the Jews to kill themselves. But he, he couldn't destroy, because that's not what God wanted then. But then God, unfortunately, has given people power. Nebuchadnezzar, Hitler, and so on and so forth. So... This type of chutzpah has the ability to be menagat alakus, which is a very powerful klipa. Amalek. How it's possible is because God conceals. Power. It's not really menagat alakus because if you think about it, He gave him that power. Yeah, but they didn't have to do it. The question is, <clears throat> what's, what's the point here? They will be punished for what they did. Understand? It's not really. It's like they they have the power to 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 block it. They were given that. They get a tough force. Why will they be punished then? I guess they have Pchira. They, they always have Pchira. Yeah, they got Tosu, so yeah, they can reject it. Reject it. But anyway, Lavan did what he did. You know, he built this, this is what they want to do. Well, forget about, don't think of it as an individual personal, think of it as a force. We have within us a force called the Yitzhahara that wants to block out godliness. Simple as that. How it's possible? Because uh, the divine is concealed. Obviously, that's why. He's talking here in, uh, look, in psychological terms. The same thing, the desires and the pleasures, they're also from the Makiv de Klippe. What do Taivas and Tainugim do when a person has a Taiva? Anybody knows what a Taiva means here? A Taiva means when you have this obsessive desire for something. That's not holy. And you cannot stop it. What is it doing? It's, it's so powerful, it can stop, it blocks you from anything that is godly, which is a real chutzpah, because its whole power comes. God gives power to everything. You have life. God gave you life and blessed you. And here you're going and taking the power that was given to you and doing something 
that's completely against what God wants. So if you think about it, how is that possible? It doesn't make sense. Like I said yesterday, ain't no other maze pun of Bifnei But uh, there's chutzpah. So either you're not an Adam, you're a behemoth, or it's uh, that, it's just the power, you know, it doesn't make sense. That's why we say, a person doesn't do a sin, it has to be a shtus. There has to be some power of concealment here that's very intense. Because logically, look, look how many people have made mistakes, they know logically it's not the right thing to do. But the but the, but the power of the moment is so powerful. Later you regret it, and later you realize it wasn't so this so powerful. But at the moment, it's impossible to control. This is an uncontrollable tithe. She said, "This is the clip. This is Mailim Gamalagili. Like a person who is, God forbid, fazunkin, deeply submerged, deeply consumed, obsessed." With physical pleasures. When truth, he's completely destroying. Ma'abit, he's uh, destroying. All the good that's in his soul. It's fascinating, this, by the way. Addicts who go to rehab in 12 step will always talk about this. They always talk about how my soul, a cancer entered into my mind that completely destroyed me. Because that's what an addiction is. An addiction is, it will destroy the person. And the person who's doing it while he's knowing he's being destroyed. That's what it does, a real addiction. So how's that possible? That's the power of this type of concealment. It's concealing even the healthy parts of you, which goes against the nature. Every human being wants to self-preserve, who wants to self-destruct. And yet addiction allows a person to self-destruct. That's called, you know, shakua b'yesa. There's only reason for that. You don't fully destroy, obviously, but uh, you do enough destruction, you destroy your life. You know, you destroy your life. There was this book I read, a few, I read uh, unbelievable. There's a writer, his name is uh, David Carr. What's the name of the book? I mentioned it here once. Guns. Something in the night. So he was a coke addict. You know, and him and his girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then they had two children. And they still remained on coke. They tried to straighten their lives out. And he was so obsessed. He says he once, his wife went away. He took he, his kids in the car. Yeah, David Carr. He took his kids in the car. And he went to Guns the in the lonely night. No, what is it? it'll come to me in a minute. It's a chilling story. He went to a place. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told the story. So he went He went to a coke house, you know, crack house. With his kids. With his kids. It was a cold winter day. Because he couldn't leave them in the house. Right. He left them in the car. Put on the heater or whatever. And went into the crack house for his thing. Babies. And, you know, in crack, he had no idea how long he was in there. He doesn't even remember how long he was. But he was so obsessed. He did it, then he came out. He thought it was five minutes in his mind, but it was hours. And when he walked out, he realized the kids are there. And it was all, the car was all heated up. He didn't know. And he opened the door, and they were, thank God, they were alive. And he realized at that moment what, what, what the, how strong this addiction, because the denial, he said, okay, I'm taking my, you know, he didn't justify anything. He writes, it's a very powerful, very, very powerful book about addiction. Now he's a, he's a New York Times writer, he's a business writer. He's a very good writer, but he, but he wrote a story of his life. It's, no, but, but just to show how you possibly become, you become, you, you become dehumanize yourself. Look, look at alcoholics. They, is it natural for a person to live in the street? People live in the street. 
And it's not just poverty, they destroy their own lives. It's possible to destroy a life. It's tragic. God should up it. Obviously, you need factors to lead you there. It doesn't just happen overnight. But there are different things. You know Zalman the Shikr, by the way. You know Zalman the Shikr? I, I know him for many years. He was a very successful businessman. Then he had chronic back pain. And he could not get rid of the pain 24-7. So he started drinking to get rid of the pain. And he became a major alcoholic. He told me He told me once. I remember as a bochran, we once dressed him up, gave him a hotel for a night to clean him up. And we thought maybe we'll get him to this. Okay, it lasted. A week later, he's still in the same suit. You know, we knew that he back to drinking. And he told me, that's what he told me. He has a son, a very successful lawyer. He's a very smart guy. He's like a chassidish guy. But like he, his line is that you, you drink to uh, drown, submerge your saras. And then you find out that saras float. That's what he used to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, I'm just using examples. I mean, the Rebbe Rashab, I don't know if he's talking about an addict here, but what he's describing is literally this. I mean, I want to give an example. It doesn't make any sense. This is... Okay, I'm calling it human dignity, but this is the elokus. You're you're destroying the whole good that's inside of you. How could a person do such a thing? Gamblers do this. Sex addicts do it. This is what you first of all you minimize. You don't realize how addicted you are. You start taking money. You start justifying everything. I mean, I deal unfortunately with people like this, and they 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 live in delusions. Usually, what happens is not you wake up one morning. Usually, you destroy so bad that you have no choice. Like your wife throws you out. Or you get caught, right, rock bottom. Or like this guy, where he suddenly realized, you know, by him that was the thing. He saw those kids, he couldn't believe what he was, what he did. He said, God gave me a, you know, a gift that he, he, the kids could have been, could have died. Or he would have been in jail. Or whatever it is. But I mean, you know, but the kids got, a lot of people, also kids help. If, but that also means he has some sensitivity. But people destroy their own children. And addiction is addiction. It's, 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 it's a, it's God forbid. Basically, it's like a, it's like something take control of you that's beyond, goes against human nature. Which I mean, I'm using contemporary examples. That Rebbe Rashab is probably talking more about a person who's just a grubber young, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. That he's that, that right, exactly. He maybe ate an extra canadal. Yeah. Oh, but bottom line is okay. Shemalim, but, but this can be applied today. That's why I'm saying it. But that's the ikah shema abed be'emes kol chelki tevish shebenefesh. What's left over? Well, there's always left over because there's always a God at the end of the day. The question, however, is how hard, hard it's going to be. Look, addicts come out of it. People have gone to Telstar programs. There's no such thing as total destruction. Total, total. Total? What do you mean? The, 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 these good parts. It means any, anything that's good. The good parts, the, the, the healthy it's parts. Ma'abed, he says more than covering. Remember, he was Ma'abed. What's the Lashon by Arami Oivid? That's the whole point. And that's why he's using Abed. Ovid Abi. He wants to destroy. Now he's going. Like an example. Taiva and Kovid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Desire and and uh, honor, covet, vanity maybe. The taiva is the klipa. A taiva is erpnimi. Is the imminent? Is it more of an internalized klipa? Why? Why is that? Because it's a taiva. You want it, right? Also, you're internalizing something. You're gaining. You're like ingesting, so to speak. A covet is ermak of the klipa. 
And COVID is worse. Because <laughs> it's far worse because it's makif. What is makif? It's not COVID doesn't mean you're internalizing it. It's makif. Shemi shereitz aliyas mechubed. I said vanity. Well, the COVID literally. One second. COVID. Think of a person who has a taiva for COVID. He has a desire that people should, what, should uh, not more than just look up, should should honor him all the time. You know the story they say. I think it was a Kalmanovich, one of these Oshashivas. It was a big fundraiser. Ponovich or from here, Kalmanovich, it was Kalmanovich, and there was the other one, Kahneman. I'm not sure which one it was. So he was once invited to go to a uh, to Shabbos somewhere. So, you know, he said, okay, uh, you know, he's waiting to hear, like, what kibbutzim they're going to give him, you know. What. So they said, yeah, yeah, we'll give you, uh, by them they give uh, Shlishi. And uh, you speak, okay, fine, he's coming. And they gave him all the honors, the red carpet, the whole treatment. And as, as much as cover they give him, they see he's still uh, somewhat sour. He's not happy. So they said to him, "What's what's you know? We gave you, we, we announced your name with all the kibbutzim and everything." So he answered like this. He says in the Gemara, it says that in Sanhedrin, then we came to uh, Yeravam and David. So it says the Ebrusha says, "Ani, Ata, or Ben Yishai, that we'll all come together. Neilach right, we'll go on Ganet. So Yeravam asked the Ebrusha, "Mi Baresh." Who's going to go first? What's the question? It says, Ata ben Yishai. It says you first and then ben Yishai. Why was he asking? God already said his name first. So why is he asking? He said he wanted to hear it a second time. That's right. That's what bothered him. He wants to hear it a second time. The covet. So this is a type of a coffin. <laughs> they already gave him all the honors. <laughs> That's a good time. Huh? So it's a good crap in the Gemara. What, what, what bothered you? You already said, Atta ben Yushe. I love that. What did you say to the no, 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 no. We all have that. Right. COVID is not self-esteem. COVID is a person for no other reason than just feeling that he wants to be you know, you don't. Have to see, I mean, the guy doesn't even. I mean, you never saw this in Crown Heights. People just want covet. Some people want covet. They want recognition. <laughs> covet. No, no, we're not talking about a healthy desire to be respected. That's not what we're talking here. That's not the type of. Covet. He says, like he says, that the type of covet That's type of covet. He's explained this Mishnah. So type is an internal clipper. This is actually the most gishmaki, the easiest parts in learning I am based, because you really like get into... This is far more familiar than the abstract edits of Bligvul, Lifnea, Tzimtzum. What does it say? Love and Arami speaks to us more than love and Levin Elian. Okay, very nice. Okay, so... Someone who wants to be... That's why I use vanity more than... Someone who wants to be in the eyes of the creatures, in the eyes of people. He wants to be recognized. Right? That distance him very much from the light of Kedushan. The whole thing of holiness and sanctity is bitl, selflessness. 
and putting yourself aside. Basically, it's self-worship. That's what he's talking about. He wants people to worship him. That's really what we're talking about. Does pital coexist with, uh, with self-esteem? 100%. That's the honor of... I'll, I'll explain them. Let me, let's just see. And with COVID, it's the opposite. It's hergish atzme biyesed. It's an increased sense of self. It sounds like Gaivim more because I know that Yehovah Yichel and It's like the opposite of the thing. But he doesn't want to say, he's not saying Gaivim, he's saying COVID for a reason because COVID is Levushim, by the way. Right, right, right. That's probably why he's saying COVID because that's the Levushim. You know, it says that today, the Levushim called the. Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's my honor, yeah. The same thing with garments, with a basically majestic garments, I guess. You know, uh, this distinguished, dignified garments. That, encl- that, that, that enclose and surround the nefesh. So COVID is not an internal thing, it's more of an external thing. You're being honored. It's not a taiva where you, let's say, a taiva for food or a taiva for something else that's internal. This is you're being honored. It's like the around, like he says, being dressed up, like uh, like like when 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 Haman, right? So he tells him levush malchus, they should go with this person, dress him up in the king's garments, and Haman wanted that for himself. Shemal bishum akifim esanefesh, esnemtem zeir arum, ah Yiddish. So covered. Completely, as Nemtem Zerum, it increasingly surrounds him. It's really not a good translation. Nemtem Zerum, it's totally all-consuming, basically. Yeah, all-encompassing. Shemeshuka Bezer, he's immersed in it, submerged in it. Beyesin, increasingly shenegelim aid, and it's extremely important to him. I'm sure there's someone listening to this mimer when the Rebbe Rashab said it that he was speaking to. It sounds that way. Maybe it means us. Ukanida Bakhush, like we see we see uh perlach. How do you say that in English? We see uh, with our own eyes. Literally. literally. We literally see the Mishu Biklipa Zu, the Malbushe Kovid. Someone is in this clip of garments of of, of digni- of wearing you know, dressing um, in this type of uh, honorable clothing. Nigeha Dover Banafshi Harbi Yesum in Yonya Khilvishtio Someone that's into fashion, you know, that look good, is far more negay. It's more. It's it's more important to him. I don't think it means literally somewhere. Negay more important to his negay. More negay How does it say? It's it's like more important and more priority to him than someone who's involved in eating and drinking, and etc. One second. And because it completely shamalbish, you you don't think he means physical garments? He means both. He has to mean also physical because he says a kamoykain. If not, what's the kamoykain? He started saying that he's covered, and then he says kamoykain malbushe covered. I mean, I, I don't think he means only physical. It's an example when a king, when a person wants is not a king and wants to dress like a king. Treat me like a king, so I'll dress up like a king. Everyone thinks I'm the king. That's a type, that's a, it, there's an element in that. Obviously, it doesn't mean only dress. It means the treatment of you. Like that. Anyway, so it's malbish. The thing is, it completely, it encloses and surrounds ma'edis anefesh, his whole spirit. So it completely conceals on the vine. He wants to explain why COVID is a far deeper clipper than taiva. Because it's complete, all-encompassing. 
Well, Malvushim both physically, but also literally, and but also uh, figuratively. Like this, when you have a taiva, so you have the taiva for the moment, let's say for a piece of food. It says food and drink. Let's keep it simple like that. So you taiva, you have a taiva, and then you, it, it, it may be all-consuming because right now you want that, you desire it, but covet is like your whole personality. You you're coming to shul and you're waiting to see, you know. I was once by a dinner. I was once by a dinner and there were some very distinguished people there. And then I saw and I realized... Oh, my friend, I don't respect anybody on this earth. Two people who I thought were very... And when they came, and like after the reception, they said, so where are you sitting? Where are you sitting? And I could see how they suddenly stooped to being like two-year-olds. It was all about, are they sitting close enough to the dais, what, what it looked like? It was all about impression. Okay? That's why COVID is much deeper than anything. It's all about what do you look like? What's your status? And that is a makavdika thing that consumes the whole of you. It's your identity. A taiva is not your identity. You have a taiva. You're in your taiva. This is an okazi, you know, where am I going to be sitting? You know, like that. Like, I want to hear it again. That's, that's, that's the purpose of my To give you COVID or the, take it away? Take it away. Oh, depends who you're married to. <laughs> or depends what you deserve. It's not just to be everything. God sends everyone what they deserve. Everybody means it. So this completely conceals. Ah, that's why covet is even more than taiva. Because in, your whole identity is about, am I being honored? So where's there room for God? There's no bitl. A taiva, you can have bitl and have a taiva. You know, you're a bottle like a guy, and then you had it for an hour. You had a taiva for something, you went for it. You made a mistake. But covet is this type of all-consuming thing, and usually people like covet. And right, right, and covet is not a thing for an hour. If you want covet, you basically want it all the time. He doesn't say that, but it's interesting. You know, I'm getting a taiva for COVID just reading this. <laughs> I don't know if the Rebbe Hashab is achieving what he wanted. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just, I just wrote an email to somebody a few years ago. came to me for advice about something. And I, and I, and I felt, I don't know, someone that we both know. I didn't know him. But I trusted him because he said to me, it's to be confidential, he's a professional. So I said to him, okay, I'll tell you. And my advice to him was that he shouldn't pursue this and this shidduch, so to speak. And, and but I made him promise me five times that, that what I say to him stays between us. It didn't stay between us. He right away told the person, and right away, you know, I became the enemy, etc. Okay, fine. So, you know, I, I, I didn't bother him. I wasn't going to carry a grudge. I meet him five, six years later, recently. And he says to me, well, you know, it didn't work out. Maybe you could help me. I said, uh, last time I recall, uh, he didn't listen. So, so he writes me an email a few days ago. He didn't, why are you being so uh, rude with me? I was emotionally distraught. And I didn't think straight. And uh, it's not how, is that how the Rebbe would want you to behave? He's giving me a lecture. And he's a professional in his field. So I wrote back to him without mincing words. I was like furious. I wrote to him, this is not about you, my friend. You breach the trust. There's nothing to do. Everyone has a right to make a mistake. You know, he's still focusing on himself. He still doesn't even remember. I said, do you recall that you breached the trust, a promise you made to me that you would not share? And that's what you, you called me for, solicit me advice. I didn't want to say anything. You insisted I share. I did. Made that mistake, me. And you went ahead and breached that trust five minutes later. You know, and I'm waiting for to hear his response. But I saw a person completely self-consumed. He can't even hear this. He's busy. I should have Rachmanis why he was emotionally distraught. Well, it doesn't doesn't as a no, so I wrote him. Oh no, why did I say that? I said, doesn't bother me that I didn't, you didn't listen to my advice. It won't be the first person that didn't. 
That was what I wanted to say. Okay. In my work, you don't you don't you get you don't get so much covered. I can tell you that. It looks externally sometimes like that, but because when you really deal with the raw nerves of people, that's not when COVID starts coming. You know, the glamour, yeah, you write a book, people say, oh, nice book, it changed my life, etc. But you get to the nitty-gritty, it's not so... Uh, in, in engine room, things are always not as clean and like on the, on the stage. Okay. I don't know why I mentioned that, whatever. Uh, maybe he'll, maybe if he'll attempt to learn, I'll attempt to learn chapter Kuf Ches and Ayin Beis on YouTube if he wants to hear my message. <laughs> it's embedded in the middle of there. You like yes. secret messages, just like the Rebbe Rashab is speaking to somebody. I'm speaking to somebody. I'm saying this to all of you out there that this applies to. And remember, I'm not saying any names. Like the Tzemach Tzedek said, I'm a hat maker. I make hats of different sizes. If it fits, that's who I meant. Okay. It's very powerful piece. So if you're the only one that's like we used to say. A light from COVID, you know, people suffer. A light from COVID, he suffers from COVID. Means he suffers from desiring too much. Uh, yeah. The Rebbe told my father actually once, he can get, can still get my bissel COVID. You should give him some respect in the newspaper. You know, recognition. That's the word. Recognition is the right word, not the positive sort. You know. And my father said. So my father said, because the Rebbe smiled. The Rebbe said, because COVID is from the dvarim was in lahem sof. As much as you give, you can always give more people. It's not like a thing that ends. Because we say in the morning, right? Like, so this is also something, but the negative, and the clipper. Because money, you could only, let's say you have a million dollars, you could distribute. But to cover, you can give billions of people and nobody's diminished. Yeah. Well, if you know somebody really is obsessed with COVID, you could understand this in a very deep way. Okay. Okay, so so what we have now is it's all the parentheses to explain COVID. So the, so COVID has that power as the clipper of, of makif. That's like lovan, basically makif the clipper. Basically, lovan is chokhmah the clipper, makif the clipper. So he's both taiva and COVID. All this is to come to explain how the parsa is such that has such power to cover up completely the, even even elokus which is essentially self-destructive of well, and that's what he's talking about, how COVID completely, because the whole thing of Kedusha is Bittl. And here's the opposite, the ultimate, or the diametric opposite of Bittl, of selflessness. Begam, another reason, <laughs> That's a good expression, I like that. Because the person who's into his recognition of COVID, he's very much protecting his Tzir, what he should look like. You know, in other words... He stands in front of a mirror for a few hours. You know, when you're in a sharper mood, you meet somebody and say, how many hours did you stand in the mirror? And they're always, everyone's insulted by that. No one wants to know. How'd you know, you know? <laughs> because nobody, the standing mirror is one of these personal, selfish things people do. Vanity, you know. So if you ask people, how many hours in your life do you spend in the mirror? How many hours a day do you spend in the mirror? So that was a problem with Salsa Besaira when he... Uh, when he you know, we're not talking about Yosef here. We're talking about people spend more hours than Yosef. Yosef, whatever. If you say it was a mistake, it was, but he had all plenty of other qualities. He ended up running away from Patifer's wife. So he saw his tzir, the diyekne of Yaakov Avinu. In other words, in addition that it consumes him completely. 
which is also hepechabitl, because bitl is, like I said, taiva, while it consumes you, it consumes you, but you can still be a bitl dicker person. But COVID, the whole COVID is, is, is the opposite. It's a ball my recognition. So it's the ultimate opposite of, of bitl. It also is protecting his seer. <laughs> it's an expression. If you know the Hebrew, it's a gewaldic, right? That's mentioned was on Shemiris at Seer That's why in Shivam, the guys that wouldn't want to make a kula, these were the people they wanted to break. Because a kula was like, what do you mean, I'm going to make a turn my head over and, you know, a stumble sauce. Because it's, it's breaking the Tzir. There was a guy in a yeshiva without, who would go to sleep every night. He would take his yarmulke, fold it, and put it on his nightstand. He would wear perfect pajamas, and he had uh, slippers. And uh, um, so I remember a guy went, and, <laughs> and he was at seer. Even when he went to sleep, he had a seer. Um, so I remember. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Like he went to the bathroom, he probably folded his pants and left them outside. You know, this type of thing. Nothing should get creased. He was a tzir guy. But <laughs> so I remember one guy went, and uh, besides the fact that when the Bochum decided, uh, guys like that, they threw into the mikveh, you know, in, in their best clothing. That was number one. The number two, what they did was someone went in the middle of the night, and they, uh, no, they took a yarmulke, and they made it with, uh, you know, like a party, uh, you know, with a rubber band. So he woke up in the morning, you know, with a yarmulke, that was like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> To check. Okay. So wait, before, before the, the gal that that lower constructed the lower gal, so to speak, does that mean everything flowed? Almost every every before that happened was, the, was everybody all these is that why it was such a bizarre because all all all, all everything it was. came unchecked from the higher levels. We're gonna get there. He's he's middle of talking now about love on of something that conceals even the big dusha. Remember, the whole point was that in order to challenge the pasta, you need a gili from above. But here we're talking actually a pasta that challenges even the gili from above, even based on migdash. We're going to get, that's the whole point where he's leading to. He's speaking Aveda right now. And gedusha, you need to have specifically, explicitly the opposite, losing your tzura, losing your personality. Because if you're locked in your perspective and what I want to look good, you're not open to any growth. This is the key to all... Either you're open or you're not. If you're completely trapped... So the first point he made was it completely consumes you. And it's hepecha bitl. Bitl is to put yourself aside and here you're worshipping yourself. That's the first thing. And here the second thing is... There's, there's a shame in us at seer. So, so there's, you feel yourself and now you're also protecting your identity. And the whole point of Gdusha is to go beyond your identity. To lose your identity. Your outer identity. Or shape. Or, or, or your outer image. If you're into your image, you're worshipping your image. How are you ever going to grow? You're going to go to Atzillus. Forget about Asir Ruchnis. You can't even get out of your own stupid Sir. And someone whose garments, oh man, alive. I'm sure by that Fabrengen, when he said this moment, there were a few people standing there they looked very sharp or something. You know, they came in their best, dressed their best for the Maimur. Yeah, I don't know. That's what it sounds like to me. So someone who's Nevushim are very... Because this is how the Rabbeim would speak. They talk as a Ruchni, but they were talking to somebody that... What I'm saying by Ashivak, 
together. They're called uh, stickle here, huh? What, why do we say but Asher and Hakavo together? We say them both, but Asher is good. Listen, let's finish what we're saying. Maybe we'll have the answer. Someone whose garments, you see, he's talking garments. He's not just talking, uh, he's talking both. Look, it's, but see, someone whose garments are very important to him. <laughs> he really protects himself from losing this image. Like, you know, like I see people, you can see right away, every five minutes they're checking whether the crease in their pants is, is still straight. Or they keep going to the mirror to see if their tie is straight. You know, you could catch them sometimes doing these things. So a person like that, he's completely into it. So a person like that is not going to any spiritual journey. That you can rest assured. Because all he's, he's so protective of his Surah And a Thomas, something is a little off. Like the Rebbe once said, that they match, make sure the socks match the tie and all that. And this is a very powerful resistance and block. Godl Ma'id, he says, to the Aveda to the service of feeling and sensing godliness in your soul. Understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's busy with the, It's like someone who's busy with the... the you know, he's busy, right? Exactly. The parenthesis probably ends after he says, after this parenthesis. And look what it says elsewhere. By the klipa, the husk of Amolik. He doesn't allow himself to be excited by any divine thing with azah chutzpah. Like, you know, like, leave me alone, or, you know, like, who are you? And arrogance. Same thing is here by Lovan. Same thing here, the taiva of Levushim. He went beyond the taiva of COVID now, it's the taiva of Levushim. Yeah. He doesn't allow that there should be any divine sense feeling. Because through which, which he will lose his outer appearance. It's his image. So you know he's not ready to hear anything else. So this ends the big parentheses that start of Yeshua. It's a double ending here, probably. And now he goes back to what this parsa does. Should we continue or should we stop here? Okay, fine. Okay, well, you could definitely have a, cham- a chapter. So we'll stop here. One second, one second, please. We did now se- uh, part two of chapter 108, page 209 through the top of 210.